this is Jersey. You're listening to the Garden State. You're listening to the Garden State, the only New Jersey podcast that gives you all the news you need to hear this week. I'm your host, Josh Sobo, and I'm joined today with Jay Cho. And behind the camera, Jimmy Parks. Jimmy, how you doing today, man? Not too bad. It's been a it's been a long week and it's only Monday. I know. We had a, a crazy snowstorm over the weekend. What were you up to this weekend, Jimmy? I was doing a little bit of snow plowing. I plowed for 16 hours straight. Oh, wow. Jimmy has the coolest job out of all of us. We're all jealous. My whole life, I've always had this fantasy of operating a plow. I don't know what it is. Maybe this is like a guy thing. Do you feel the same, Josh? Yeah, I keep asking Jimmy to let me try it once, but he's like, no, my job can't. It won't let it happen. It's and honestly just like no one's going to know. No one's going to know. It's a dream come true. Ever since I was a little kid, I would wait by the window for that snow plow to come by. Same. And now it's me. I got to say, there's something so cool. Like the feeling, it's dark in your room. You get woken up at like four in the morning. Oh, yeah. And you hear a plow going past. There's something about uh-huh. that where you're like, I'm going back to bed and I'm going to wake up to snow. It's nice, right? It's the like, That's how I woke up the last storm. I, it was four in the morning and I heard the plow come by and I was yep. like, yes, that means, that means the snow stuck to the pavement yep. and we have something out there. So I was kind of at peace. Something about operating a plow, having a nice cup of coffee, going around the streets. I don't know what it is. You know, like that trend so on peaceful. TikTok where it's like that, the masculine urge. Uh-huh. Like that's how I feel. The masculine urge to sit in a plow for eight hours straight plowing roads i don't know what it is that sounds like a good timing to me also by the way tiktok you know the algorithm on tiktok is really accurate like it feeds you things you want to watch yeah my tiktok for the last month has been only plowing videos and i swear i've never liked a plowing video but every video is like kids showing <laughs> off their their rigs well, all i do is like plowing videos so my whole fyp is plowing videos. <laughs> that's crazy I, i'm just a little upset though because this winter central in north jersey have been getting robbed of snowstorms i mean atlantic city you're right and I, that was that was word vomit, but Atlantic City did get a lot of snow, right? Like down down South Jersey. Oh yeah, they just got like their third storm of the year, mm-hmm. and they're way above average with snowfall. While we've only gotten like what eight inches total, eight nine inches. It's we're way uh, below average in Central in North right now, and it's, it's sad. We need at least one just bomb. To it's just looking us. like a big storm is brewing, and I know we're recording this before it'll be uploaded. But the day this is being uploaded, actually, the storm might be hitting us. It's <laughs> looking as of now. We're like a week in advance. We're it's like, like five 41 degrees this week, dude. It's going to rain. No, no, no. It's looking like an ice storm slash snowstorm. It's going to go all the way across America. We got to track the pressure systems to see what happens. I don't know. All right. Not happening. Sorry, I'm all over the place. By the way, I wanted to let you guys know, this week I watched a documentary on, I think it was HBO Max or something, and it was on... Action Park? Action Park, Mountain Creek, which is now Mountain Creek. It was called the Class Action Park, and it's a whole documentary about this amusement park it was a like a water park from the 80s 70s 80s and 90s mm-hmm. and i always had heard about it but the documentary was crazy did you know vernon new jersey was like they were trying to make vernon new jersey into like the orlando florida of the northeast what happened that would have been amazing there was a lot i mean this is kind of uh, a crazy story you should watch the documentary i'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it this week because i love i love like stories like that but like the the bike park is still called Action Park in the summer, if you go biking there. Oh, I didn't know that. And have you ever been to the water park there? I haven't. I've been to the. I used to go to the water park every summer, and it's actually really really fun. Well, popping. I'll, I'll have to stop by. So the story goes that like this this rich Wall Street guy 
almost got arrested for fraud. Actually, he was selling penny stocks. It was kind of like a Wolf of Wall Street thing. So he goes to Vernon and buys two ski resorts and then made this crazy water park. I don't want to ruin the documentary for you. It's very interesting. Yeah. They also said that Hugh Hefner, the Playboy guy, created a Playboy hotel in Vernon, New Jersey, which is the weirdest, most random thing ever. And because of that, it drew in a lot of celebrity types like Tony Bennett. Oh, wow. And like guys from that era were coming out to sing. Same. And like, I, I don't know. Pretty bizarre. Apparently, it's abandoned now. Um, but they were trying to pump money into Vernon to make it like this vacation destination from people for this, from the city. It, we just like, it would have been cool, but I get it in the winter time. We just don't get enough snow to be like that official mountain town, yeah. like a park city or a Vale yep. or like a Stowe. It's, it's New Jersey. We get 12 inches of snow a year. It's not going to attract people from across the country. Well, that's part of the documentary actually, because this guy that founded um, Action Park, mm-hmm. now Mountain Creek, was one of the head like trailblazers and snow machines wow he created a snow machine with a jet engine in it at mountain creek and that was one of the first major ones that to create snow because i guess they were trying to get like the east more skiing at least the Mm -hmm. east being jersey maybe upstate new york and pa because obviously vermont is going to be all right with snow for the most part so interesting all around not one of our stories for the week where can we watch it i think it's on i don't even know we we were at shelby's parents it was maybe hbo max um, I'll look it up tonight. Check it out. <laughs> this summer, actually, I was in Montana, mm-hmm. and I was wearing the shirt that said New Jersey, and this person came running over to the table that me and my friends were having dinner at, and they were like, are you guys from New Jersey? And we were like, yeah, why? Like, have you ever been to the class action park? Whoa, they knew. <laughs> that's, that's the Dude. only thing that they cared about. So, so <laughs> Shelby's fam- my wife's family is, is from uh, Morris County. And when I brought when they brought it up in conversation, actually to us, the documentary, I was like, "Have you guys been?" And they were like, "We used to go every summer as kids." Like, <laughs> I guess if you're Jersey raised, I gotta ask my dad if he ever went. I mean, your your dad was probably yeah, but my dad was not that fun though. He went no yeah, but like when he was like early twenties, you don't think he would have gone to a water park? No, my dad my dad does <laughs> not go to water parks or music. Oh parks. well, you guys got the documentary is crazy. A ton of people died. Wow, there. like a, like yeah. they had like several people die in a wave pool. Oh, I just, I don't, it's just very sad. One of the mothers of a kid that died there, she's like 80 now because he died in like the, I guess the 70s. She told the whole story. Very, very sad. It's amazing how this state is so old that there's history in areas. Like you go to Vernon, like Mm -hmm. it's a cool area, but you would have, you would never think if you didn't know the history that 40 years ago stuff was going on and the whole world or, or a portion of the world was, had its eyes on Vernon for a little bit. But that's besides the podcast for this week. I didn't mean to go on a tangent. And now it's just bear attacks every week. Now it's just bear attacks. <laughs> and like the worst slopes you've ever seen in your life. They actually had a massive fire this past summer at the water park. Wait, really? Yeah, I got to show you a picture. Like the big um, water slide, the big red one with the big tube. Like, yeah. um, I don't know how to describe it, but uh, massive fire. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what if they like rebuilt it for this uh season but yeah there's something always going wrong there well in the documentary they talk about there's a there's a water slide they built one of the first things they built was a water slide with a (laughs) loop-de-loop it actually (laughs) was a (laughs) loop-de-loop like like a legit (laughs) loop-de-loop and apparently they they sent down crash test dummies first and like i guess the the trajectory of the loop wasn't proper so they had like an engineer come in to try to figure it out and then the owner of the park started waving hundred dollar bills to like the 16 year old teenage guys at the park going if you try it out i'll give you a hundred bucks and like wow. people were like losing teeth, 
and like getting cut open and like see but like back then no one sued Dude, no, no one was freaking out this it was is, normal oh, it was relaxed there wasn't when, social media like we gotta normalize those types of things bro to be an american in the 80s man that was back when we had jet skis and mullets and people were having a good time oh and, yeah baby i mean it's the most <laughs> amazing part of the documentary is me and shell were watching it going this could never happen today because yeah. everybody's so sensitive and like don't get me wrong a lot of stuff happened that was really messed up Mm -hmm. with the whole water park but people are so sensitive these kids just wanted to work and have a good time and like yeah the spirit of that is dead kids don't want to work anymore kids don't want to you know go work at a water park and i don't know so it's the american dream it's the american dream (laughs) i have no uh other comment on that it was uh you could watch the documentary if you want and uh draw your own conclusions but i'm gonna check it out you want to get into the news Yes. We have uh, some interesting stories lined up this week. Mm. Starting off, a New Jersey man has been released from the hospital two months after falling nine stories onto a BMW. At least he was wearing a mask. True. It's probably why he survived a nine-story fall. Yeah. I, a lot what? of people... Uh, it's Some people may remember this story being in the news, but this man, the New York Post reports plunged nine stories from a Jersey City high-rise and landed on a BMW. Uh, He's finally recovered from his injuries and was released from the hospital, a city rep told The Post on Friday. So he's a 31-year-old man. He fell into a BMW 330i, super nice BMW. Uh, It was parked in Journal Square in Jersey City when he jumped, and he had been in critical condition since October 6th. So that nah, man. Okay. Number one, is it confirmed that he actually jumped nine stories? Okay. That you're dead at nine. That's like over a hundred feet. Well, the nine to a car, the nine stories is confirmed. The jumping part is what's not confirmed in my mind. Oh no. Same. There's no shot that he jumped like and perfectly landed on a BMW. It was placed there. It was all planned. He was killed. Nine stories to fall nine stories and survive. Jimmy, how big is a story technically considered? I believe it's like 10 feet. I think it's 10 feet. I don't think so. I think it, I, I, that's what I always thought, but I heard recently something different. Can you look that up and fact check us? I think like residential 14 is like, feet. 14 feet. Yeah, residential so is more like nine, nine times 10. 14. You're good with math. Nine times 14 is what? That's 90 plus 36. 126. 126. Oh, yeah. He yeah. fell 126 feet, which at that point you're hitting terminal velocity, Bro, I believe, yeah. right? It doesn't make <laughs> any doesn't, sense. Wait, hold on. Is that stupid? Terminal velocity? <laughs> I thought after like 50 feet. I, I'm not sure anything. I don't know anything about terminal velocity. <laughs> I, I, I just know like if you're jumping 126 sounded, feet, like you're dead. As that came out of my mouth, that sounded really dumb. But I think you should have just you, owned it. It sounded pretty cool. After 12 you, seconds. 12 seconds of falling, which to is reach terminal velocity. Okay, so that's like that's like a thousand feet. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That was really dumb. I knew as soon as I said it, it didn't sh- sound right. You should have owned it. It sounded so 1500 cool. feet. 15, oh my gosh, <laughs> dude. Okay, so. It looks like it's confirmed he fell nine stories. Mm-hmm. What I'm seeing some arguments about, let's just say, some it's up in the air, was did he actually fall or was he pushed? Uh, because one person on Twitter says a New Jersey man, they, they reiterate the, high, the, the headline, excuse me, New Jersey man who fell from sky and landed on BMW has been released from the hospital after two months. He doesn't know what happened. Now, I don't know what their source is for saying he doesn't know what happened. Yeah. But you know what that sounds like to me? He knows what happened. <laughs> it sounds like he knows what happened. <laughs> oh, bro, now he does, if he says something, he's going to be arrested. He was in some dirty business, man. 
Well, let's be very careful here because I don't want to. If, if he has of like a course. mental look, if he has a mental of health course. problem yes. and he's suicidal, that's yes. super sad. It's terrible, and he needs to get the help he needs. But if he doesn't know what happened, if that's what he's saying, and he really does know what happened, it sounds like the Dude. familia. They they definitely yeah exactly. <laughs> look, this is Jersey. If you're not from Jersey and you listen to this podcast, first off, why are you listening? <laughs> but if you're if if you're from Jersey, you know. Stuff happens. If this guy wanted to jump out and land on a BMW, he probably couldn't. That's hard yeah. to do. Yeah. Well, all I'm going to say is... That's not easy. Stuff that happens. Aims. Stuff happens. Oh, yeah. Every day. Every day this stuff happens. I mean, good thing he's alive. Good thing he's recovering. If it was mental health, I hope he gets the proper of treatment course, yeah. and moves on from the problem. But let's just say it was a bad business deal. Things went <laughs> south. I, I don't know. Let's just... Look, we got to question him. We got to have him retrace his steps to the point where he does remember does remember uh, i think the point is he does remember and, and he's, he's not sharing he's anything dude this stuff happens all the time you know yeah. i have i have a friend well i have a few friends from elizabeth and they told me a story about when the sopranos was originally being filmed in elizabeth there was a section they were told they could film in mm-hmm. and i guess they went into a section they were told not to film in told by who i don't know Uh-oh. i'm not i don't want to speculate but they went into an area they weren't supposed to be in and guess what the Sopranos was no longer allowed to film in Elizabeth, and that's why in the intro you actually see, in the Sopranos intro, you'll see a deli uh, in the, I think it's called the Peterstown section of Elizabeth, the old Italian section. Yeah. And they never filmed there again because some people said, hey, we don't want you here anymore. It's a re- in real life. Real life That's stuff. a true story, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, from, I, that's a, a true oh, folklore story dude. I've heard from, Yo, from person to person. Okay, you got to share your mob story. Oh, my goodness. Because this is, this is real life stuff, dude. If, if people aren't from Jersey, I mean, if, even if you are from Jersey, you may not be aware. I was well, never wait, aware. You, you got to be careful the way you share this because... Like, Let's not say the word mob. Let's just say my story okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. with just a situation story. that was a little bit off. Because, you know, you don't want the wrong person hearing this. Okay, Halloween 2015. I think it was 2015. It was a Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I was helping out at a youth program, and we were having a costume contest thing and i went to the party city i'll never forget with the party city to buy a hot dog costume great costume i don't know what happened to it you might have it now it's probably in my house yeah and uh <laughs> so i don't know if that's so without the context of our relationship <laughs> as friends it's just I mean, a weird no, yeah, i have all i have like four prop boxes it's in there somewhere so i come home and i'm walking in my house with the bag and this ford uh like blacked out clean looking ford focus maybe or taurus or just very clean-looking, newer Ford. I don't even know if Ford makes a Taurus anymore. Pulls up. These two guys in suits get out. Uh, context is the house across the street from my parents' house is getting construction work done to it, and there's a bunch of guys uh, on the site. Every time I go outside, there's a bunch of guys. Yeah. In this particular moment, the construction site mid-afternoon was completely empty, and there's just one guy there uh, who looked like he didn't, to be honest, speak a lot of English. And uh, these two guys come over in suits and start slamming him against the dumpster that's in the driveway. You're just standing there watching? So I'm walking. I'm on my front lawn. And this is a small suburban street. It's not like a super wide street. The guys knew I was. They could see me. I was was right across the street. And they're slamming this guy against the dumpster. (laughs) And they're uh, they're saying, (laughs) they're like, what are you going to do about it? Call the cops? Like something like very literally that's what they said but the way they said it was very it like, like straight out of a movie it was very like what are you gonna do yeah what are you gonna do call the cops and they're hitting them into the dumpster and i go inside and i go to my mom i'm like mom i think the mob is beating a guy up across the street from our house right now do i call the cops and she wasn't thinking like you don't call the cops on the mob but in that moment 
I called the cops and I called the, the non-emergency line, maybe in my town. I was like, hey, there's a fight going on across the street from my house. Maybe you should send somebody to check it out. Look, I don't know what I was thinking. You, you were shocked. You were shocked. I was so shocked. Yeah. Because, they, because how they were so bold where like if a fight is happening, things happen, a fight happens, it breaks out, it clears up, people move on. Yeah. But this was so bold that it freaked me out. So long story short, by the time the cops show up, the construction site is back to business as usual. The foreman's there. He comes out and talks to the cops and goes, no, 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 no. They, they went their separate ways. They sorted things out and went their separate ways. The guy left the construction site. Wow. Mind you, this guy did not have a car. For sure didn't have a car. Yeah. And we live in a suburban neighborhood where there's not a bus stop. <laughs> like, he didn't go hop on a bus. He disappeared. Didn't you say they, they put him in the car? No, no, no. He, I, didn't, I didn't see that. But okay. with the cop, so I looked, the cop looks at me and goes, they said they went their separate ways. And I said, and I looked at him, I smirked, and he goes, literally the cop said to me, do you want me to look in the dumpster? And I said, why don't you try the Hudson River? And we laughed, and that was the end of the story. Like, straight up, the cop, without me even he saying knew. anything, he knew, bro. He was like, Do you want me to look in the dumpster? Like, he knew what was going on. And I was like, Is this a thing that everybody knows about that I'm just like not in on? It probably happens all the time near hey. where we live. That's why these cops are just, you know, they just turn, turn the other way. I happen. have nothing else to say about that. You, you can't beat the mob. We would never want to beat the mob. We live in Jersey. No, bro, exactly, dude. They're everywhere. You don't, you don't know who's watching this right now or like who's your next door neighbor. You never know. Or who you are. Or who you are. That's true. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind. Uh, Let's just uh, move on. Yeah. Getting a call. Yeah, we can move on to the next story. Sorry for the tangent. It's a beautiful story. So two New Jersey juveniles have been arrested after starting a fire that caused $3.5 million in damage. Did you hear about this? Well, I, yeah, I saw that the parkway was super backed up that one day, and I found out there was a massive fire, and I was like, this had to have been man-made. Mm-hmm. So confirmed yeah nj 101.5 is reporting that two juveniles from ocean county have been arrested and charged in that fire that caused extensive damage to the garden state parkway and stranded motorists for 10 hours uh charges against the two juveniles whose identities were not disclosed due to the age were announced a day after 3.5 million in emergency repair work was approved by the new jersey turnpike authority board of commissioners that's a mouthful so um jimmy what was it called Underneath the parkway that was, they lit the fire in. It was like in a drainage culvert that also had like power lines. And yeah, and that's what lit on fire? It. Yeah, it was all um, fiberglass. That was burning so hot. So that's why Wait. like the parkway was shut down too. Because it burnt underneath. Yeah. And there was so much smoke. The culvert was made of fiberglass? Yeah. So what, were they playing with like fireworks or something under the bridge or they not know? Don't know. It originally got called in as like a brush fire though. So at Of first, course, yeah. You're not going to know immediately off the bat like what started it. Which but. I saw some video from it. Like it's understandable why you would think it was a brush it fire probably got until so big. you looked a little closer. Listen, if kids are playing, you know, kids are just punks. They just want to start fires here and there. When we were younger, we were playing with fireworks and just being stupid. So I get it. Kids really don't understand... Uh, what the consequences of their actions can be. So these kids are probably playing with like little fireworks or like making little fires on the edge of the parkway and these wires catch on fire, turns into a huge fire. And now they're screwed. It's crazy because we've all played with fireworks at some point. Yeah. We've all played with fire, but I don't know. I don't know what you do with a bunch of juveniles that cost $3.5 million in damage. Imagine you get a phone call about your kid. Yeah, I'd be so pissed if it was my kid. That's crazy. So I don't know what they do with them. Do they send them to juvie? Like, 
What, what are they going to rehabilitate? It, it's probably going to be like a massive fine. But what are they going to re- rehabilitate them from having a good time? Like they were probably lighting like. I don't know. I used to light stuff on fire in my backyard. Is that so crazy? No, I used to go to the woods across the street, like from my house and just <laughs> light things on fire. We'd make like little mini fires and in school, they always taught us about like forest fires and all yeah. these like crazy things that could happen. But we made sure to, you know, make a little trench around the fire, yeah. make sure there was no, I was super paranoid as a kid. I was like, I know this leaf can catch on fire. I'm going to rake all the leaves and make sure it's clean. Mm. I was very responsible. And look, I never set the parkway on fire. So don't make listen <laughs> to Smokey Bear. Listen, Smokey the Bear, that's my guy. I used to like... I was terrified of him. I, <laughs> I used to like want to piss him off. You know those little green army men? Yeah. I used to light those things on fire. Well, I did it once, and it was the first time I learned that when plastic melts and gets on your skin, it doesn't come off. And it dripped. One of them dripped all over my fingers, and it was... Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever like, melted a plastic toy and it gets on your fingers? Yeah, but it never got stuck to Dude, me. Dude, the plastic was like stuck on me, and I had terrible were burns. You, were you scared? Fingers. Oh, I started losing my mind. I was just like, what did I do? This is never going to come off. I thought I was horribly disfigured for life. (laughs) But I don't know. I feel like like a lot of kids do dumb stuff like this. And and this is the thing. Like, if there wasn't $3.5 million in damage, I'd say they Mm. need a stern talking to. And maybe you throw them in jail for the night, like they're old school style, like discipline them somehow that freaks them out. Yeah. But $3.5 million in damage. Like, I don't know how they repay that or how their families repay that. And unfortunately, it looks like you and I, the taxpayer... We'll be <laughs> shelling no, out the money to fix yeah. this. And the kids nowadays, they, they don't care. Like they, They'll have a little smack on the wrist and be like, oh, this is, this is wrong. Yeah. Don't do it again. But kids are just going to ignore that because kids are punks. And nowadays, that's the problem. kids are so bad. I say lock them up. Lock them where? In Broadway State Penitentiary? Yeah, in Broadway State Prison or something. Scared really straight, scared straight. Make an example out of these kids so the other kids are not making fires. Because if you're not going to do anything, more kids are going to start fires and think they can get away with it. They should have to do something 3.5 million times to pay, pay that, this That's back. a lot of times, dude. They should have to, like, I don't know. Listen. I, wanna, I, don't, I can't think of a punishment, but do something 3.5 million times. You know, it's just, as a parent, as I wouldn't want to. If, I'm not saying I'm a, I'm a parent. It may sound like I'm a parent. If I have a kid one day and they do this, <laughs> no <laughs> shot I'm going to want to pay, like, <laughs> millions of dollars for my kid's action. So I guess I got to train up my kid that's the where right way. Everybody loses in this situation because... Yeah. We've all done something stupid, and then sometimes stupid actions have greater consequences for some people than they have for others. Some, yeah. You know, you might go light something on in your backyard, something on fire, and then nothing happens. And that might be a bunch of kids. And then there might be two really unlucky kids that are doing something really dumb yeah. and then cause a lot of damage. So I don't know. I don't know how we deal with that. I guess we'll find out. Maybe they'll go to juvie for a year, or maybe they'll be on, like, probation. Or I hope it doesn't ruin their lives. I hope they, they get, like, help. I don't know what kind of help they need, though. They were lighting stuff on fire. Like, who isn't, like, doing that? Yeah, maybe, like... Uh, Are we I, pyromaniacs? Are we just, like, I, normal, I love making fires. I still, like... Yeah, we're just normal boys. We just burned things and made fires and dug holes and buried yeah. things. Do you remember when we lit that Christmas tree on fire in your backyard? Bro, yeah. Like, Josh and I used to light Christmas trees on in, on fire in, on my backyard, like, three years ago. Because it's fun. <laughs> it's a, think about a giant Christmas tree that's dried out, lighted on fire in a backyard, surrounded by trees. Not a great idea. We weren't thinking in the moment, but it looked so cool. It was awesome. It, I'm going to put the photo right here. Um, look how beautiful that is. Very you know dangerous. And it was windy too that night. Listen, dude, when we did that, I had, I had this really nice parka on that I was given actually. And I was having a good time. The next morning, I got up, and there were holes burning in the parka. <laughs> Bro, that fire was hot. <laughs> it looked like it looked like a, a like a band of moths had just attacked my jacket overnight because they just it just got burned all up. And uh, I, I worth a, it though. I have a question. Yeah, 
I think because speaking of kids doing bad things, I didn't really do. I wasn't a bad kid, but um, when I was younger, do you remember like at like shopping centers and like tar- like Target parking lots or like shop rates, mm-hmm. like you would see like shopping carts disfigured and like just like the carts actually off the wheels and mm-hmm. all that. Do you actually? Yeah, I mean, well, well, disfigured. I don't know what you totally mean by that, but like, like the cart off it, like the um, the frame bent and all that. Yeah, I'd see that now and again. Okay, that was like a big thing back in the day. Like I was obsessed as a kid. I would like I remember like my mom's car. I would drive by like Toys R Us on 22 and Union, and like all the shopping carts were broken. I'm like, whoa! So I would go to Target parking lot. My friends with uh, flathead screwdrivers, and you just have to like the carts are not made this way anymore. <laughs> it used to be so easy to like take it apart. So we used to take the shopping carts apart, just start throwing them and piling them on top of each other. And then you just leave because we were scared that we would get arrested. And then, like, every time you go to Target, you see a pile of shopping carts. And you're like, wow, I was one of the guys who did that. Oh I, I wasn't part of the graffiti crew. I was too scared for graffiti because I knew kids in Clark who would do it. But, like, for me, I just wanted to, like, mess up the shopping carts. I and think there's something about being a boy. You just want to destroy <laughs> the key. Stuff. The key is don't, don't get caught. Yeah, I got don't caught. caught. Doing, one time, me and my friends, I, I lived near the Rawway River growing up, which was a cesspool of garbage to begin with. But... My friend's bike broke, and we went to this bridge that went over the Rawway River. I'll never forget. I don't think it was me, but somebody took the bike and threw it in the Rawway River. <laughs> and it was a really shallow portion of the river that was maybe like a foot deep. So it wasn't like it was going to – it was going to get pulled out by like the DPW. They were going to see it and pull it out for sure. My, I wasn't, we weren't thinking like that. We were being destructive. <laughs> My mom found out. Oh. oh, I was in so much trouble. That must have been like the most satisfying three seconds just – Throwing that thing over, it just was, watching it splash into the river. There's something about destroying stuff, and I, that's why I can kind of empathize with these kids. I'm not saying, <laughs> look, I, I got to be very careful with how we speak because this is a really bad thing. Yeah, a, a wildfire. We don't condone it. We don't condone any of this. I action. don't condone it, but I kind of could see myself being that kid and be like, oh my goodness, yeah, what bro, did I do? sucks to suck. Like, just it happens, man. Do you guys remember when our friend Chris's hamster Lola died? Uh, we forget. Yeah, and give it a fucking funeral. <laughs> so also our, on the Rawway River. Our, <laughs> our, friend, uh, our friend Chris had a hamster for a few years. Maybe we were probably in college at this point, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe Chris was in – yeah, Chris was probably a senior in high school. Like, I was probably a freshman in college. He was in love with that thing, dude. He loved this hamster so much. And then one day it died, and I had the idea. I'm taking credit for this. Mm-hmm. I said there's only one way to let her go, a Viking funeral. And if you don't know what that is, it's when you – the Vikings, when a Viking would die, they'd put their body on a boat, light the boat on fire, and cast it out to sea, right? So we went to, uh, to almost at Home Depot. We went to Walmart and bought a remote-controlled boat. We taped her body <laughs> to, to the boat. We lit it on fire with, like, gasoline. We just, drove, we just drove around in circles until the Rawway River waterfall it took in it. Clark sucked the boat over and all i remember is the flame scorching as it went over the edge and we never saw it again it was at night and that was it we never saw the boat again if this ever makes uh, the tiktok I, we have video did we have, <laughs> yeah we filmed it video? it was so funny dude of course i was like we have to film this because we're gonna think about it one day it was amazing and like <laughs> you know <laughs> it's so stupid but it was beautiful it was a chris was singing his lola song while we watched that hamster go down the falls it was just like honestly it's it was a way better experience than just burying it um for people it, who did it really not, it really brings things full circle in life for people who did not know us at this point in our lives and they're listening to, listening to this now yeah 
I feel bad for that. No, I mean, it, look, again, it goes back to the point of like when you're a young guy, you do stupid stuff. And it's like that was probably our Friday night. We were again. probably as a Friday night. And we just wanted to have a little fun. And to be honest, it was awesome. Yeah. I would do it again. Bro, best, best $30 I've ever spent was at Electric Boat. Is there, a be- is there a better way to honor the life of a hamster There's than not, that? No. There probably has never been a hamster with a cooler burial session bro, than that. Bro, that was also a really good hamster. <laughs> but what I want to know is... That was a good is, hamster, bro. What if you were like on a hike the next day by the river? <laughs> and like you're walking <laughs> along the shoreline and you see a plastic boat just melted with the carcass of a hamster on it. That's like Dude. that's when people like that's how New Jersey urban legends pop up where it's yeah. like oh there's cultic activity in the in the near the Rawway River no it's just some stupid teenagers we we went back the next day looking for it we never for found that exact it. reason so um so Chris thinks that Lola might actually be still alive really somewhere living in those woods right now but we burned her corpse she could have came back a lot to life after that fall I don't know Chris Chris thinks it's alive so that's we just got to go with it. <laughs> I don't know. That would be the plot twist of the century. Josh, well, um, speaking, speaking of, of yeah, animals. Speaking of animals, do you want to read <laughs> yes, we, the next We've been on this rant for too long. Okay, next story, next story. Okay. I love this story, dude. A Monmouth County, New Jersey man is on house arrest after trying to illegally ship a box of live rhinoceros iguanas to Asia. <laughs> I don't see what the big deal is with trying to ship some iguanas to Asia. Why is he on house arrest, man? He was just trying to ship some iguanas to his friends across the world. We have bigger <laughs> crimes to take care of than iguana shipping. It's, it's, an, it's an exotic iguana, dude. So this guy, Jason Sepka, is that how you would say it? Dude, I don't know. Just... This guy, Jason Sepka, 44, of Farmingdale, previously pleaded guilty in Trenton Federal Court to one count of violating the Lacey Act. He had, been, he had been paid $500 to falsely label the international shipment of 10 reptiles as toys <laughs> with a fake name as sender Luke Jacobs, according to the U.S. attorney, Philip Selinger. <laughs> so our guy is just trying to ship live iguanas saying they're toys. Yep. And what? The people in the airport found them. So they were discovered at JFK Airport. Can Dude, you imagine? So, I wish I was that guy working to find 10 live iguanas. That must have been the craziest week of any iguana's life ever. Oh, yeah. The thing must have been so confused just in a box. Uh, so I guess they were pretty quiet. Wait, iguanas chill, right? They're not that. Well, it's a rhinoceros. I don't know what, what that, that is. Let me look like? What does Rhin- a rhinoceros iguana look like? Rhinoceros. <laughs> also, like, I didn't even know those things lived here. I don't know where he brought them from. Yeah, that's a cool-looking iguana. Dude, so sick. Wow, can we put a photo up for the viewers? Dude, that thing is a beast. Those things don't naturally that's... live in Jersey. Those are like, you see those in Florida. Look how big it is. Do you know how many? Big boy. Do you know how big of a box you need for 10 rhinoceros iguanas? No, that's not, yeah, it must have been a giant box, and he just said they were a bunch of toys he was sending over to Asia. Uh, it's wow. pretty insane. I think, the, I think the iguana is one of the most beautiful animals I've ever seen. So Look at that. It's Josh, gorgeous. It says right here, this is one of the most endangered animals on earth. <laughs> so what? He's trying, to, he's trying to spread them to Asia. Yeah, he wants them to just keep on breeding around the world. So he's going to send them to other part of the world so they can keep on making more of themselves. The weirdest part of the story is it says he paid a $500 fine a year earlier. Because he did the exact same thing. This guy, <laughs> they can't stop him. And the crazy uh, thing is, this time he had to pay $1,000 to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service oh, man. Lacey Act Reward Fund. We have to think of easier names for stuff, man. I okay. swear. Um, but what I don't get is, why don't they just throw him in jail if it's such a big deal? This guy's going to keep doing this. 1000 bucks. 
He was probably selling these puppies for like a lot of money to Asia. The funny thing is they put him on house arrest for a year, <laughs> but he's still good. He could do everything from home anyway. Like he could, he could have his boys bring over some more iguanas or like ship him to his house. So like, what is that going to do? Okay. So question. Put when him you, in jail. When you're on, ho- this is a dumb question. I know it before I even ask, but I have to ask when you're on house arrest, it means you have a, like the anklet on, you can't leave your house. Correct. Yeah. yeah. What is the point? Yeah, no, exactly. Like, make him pay a really, really big fine, mm-hmm. like twenty five grand, if yeah. this is such a big deal, to the point where he's like, "That's a lot of money. That's enough money that I don't want to do it again and risk it." Yeah, a thousand bucks in house arrest. I mean, the guy can still Twitch stream about his iguanas. Like, he has a computer. He has a stuff going on. Mm-hmm. We need to hurt this guy's life and protect these rhino iguanas. Listen, man, when the iguana is your life, like nothing's going to stop you. This guy, this guy probably lives breathes eats iguanas like that's all he cares about so mm-hmm. what's a fine gonna do to stop him he doesn't care reptile people have always made me a little uncomfortable like people that love reptiles yeah my, you, my my cousin had a snake in his house once and i was like i would not i wouldn't walk in his room he started acting differently and stuff he was just brought the snake out like put it in front of my face yeah like dude that don't do that what bothers you more, the reptile people or the bear people who teach them how to open the doors mm. dude every, they've Good all question. Mm, all of them just all animal I think, people? No, I think... I love animals, but, like, animals aren't your best friend. Animals aren't human. They're okay. animals. Can I paint the picture of reptile people? You ever go to a birthday party in, like, fifth grade, and a reptile guy shows up? He has a big, like, that yellow snake that everyone's allowed to hold. Yeah, yeah we've all been to one of those birthday parties, yeah, worst right? party of my life. The guy always has a soul patch, you know, like the little soul patch below your lower lip <laughs> of hair? Like, spiky hair, and he's super hyped on, like iguanas and i just how does your life get there no offense i'm not trying to judge the guy or gal that wants to do this it's a cool hobby but like how do you get to that point where you're shipping rhinoceros iguanas to asia illegally how do you get there bro he wants the iguanas to spread across the world if you love iguanas so much, you want to see them spread everywhere. Give the guy a break. Look how cool it's that so looks. Cu- Honestly, it looks like it's, a dinosaur. It looks literally like it belongs in that's Jurassic Park. So that is it looks that's like a, a rhino. beautiful animal. Dude. Look at that one with the horn on its upper a little nose. Dude, my I, I've always dreamed about like getting like a crazy like maybe like a crocodile or like an, a crazy um, animal or like a shark and throwing it into like a local lake or like a river in Jersey where it doesn't belong and mm. seeing how far it can get. That's you should try that. I know because it's very legal. I'm saying this right now. It's very illegal, but think about it. People do it. There's no dude. There's yeah. nothing. There they be, get caught. More like the alligator. They find it frozen in the winter because it can't <laughs> live. That happened <laughs> a few years the, ago. Oh, it's so sad. I'm amazed we don't have more terrorist attacks with animals, like people throwing sharks in local ponds. Hey, bro, that, I've always dreamed of doing it. I won't do it because I don't have the guts. But that's hilarious. A shark couldn't survive. Living in a pond, though, right? With the no. salt water? It'll, it'll it survive for, like, it'll get, give it a week. Oh, no, I don't think. Yes. S- salt water shark. versus fresh There's water. freshwater sharks. Are there? I think so. Oh, either way. Maybe. I don't. Shout out to this guy, Jason. L- listen, some people love animals a little too much. What do you guys think at home? Do you think there should be consequences for trying to ship an iguana to Asia? Leave us a comment and let us know if you're watching this on TikTok. Could have been trying to send it to his kid or something. I don't know. Give the guy a break. 
Could have been trying to send. It was, you keep saying one, like he sent one, dude. Okay, twelve, ten. How many? Ten rhinoceros. He had probably a crate of iguanas. The more, the better. These are like the size of a of a like a small to medium sized dog. Where do you think they came from, though? Because they don't live here in Jersey. Oh, let me see. Rhinoceros iguana, probably Florida. No, dude, I was golfing in Miami a few months ago, and there was this giant iguana that walked right by me, <laughs> jumped. Uh, Definitely not a rhinoceros. rhinoceros. It wasn't rhinoceros though, but it was it was big. It was fat. Let me try to find out right now. I feel like I saw a lot of these when I was in Mexico. Dude, they're pretty cute. That's a crazy looking beast. Southeast Asia. Dominican Republic, Haiti, mm. uh, the Caribbean Islands. Florida. Yeah. No Florida. It must have been a normal one. <sighs> On to the next story. <laughs> On to the next one. Hey, by the way, did you know that New Jersey is home to the longest running Weekly rodeo in the United States of America. Dude, I, I did not know anything about this until you told me it. This is crazy. I would never have expected New Jersey is home to a rodeo to begin with. Bro, I, I've lived here my whole life. I've never heard about a rodeo once in our, Jersey. Our South Jersey audience is about to wake up and choose violence against They're us. They're about to tear us apart, bro. But like, for real, I always thought there was rodeos in Texas and down South, not in, especially the longest running yet in Jersey. Yeah, so the Cowtown Rodeo in Piles Grove has been going since 1929, and it's the oldest weekly rodeo in all of America, which is amazing. We need to go. Dude, I want to go so bad now. I want to go. I want to put my Stetson on, get my boots on. Bro, yeah. Go down and just have a, have a night. I've never been to a rodeo in my entire life. We should go down and do like man-on-the-street-style interviews with people mm, at the rodeo. Yeah, dude. Ask them like, what's going on. Because here's the thing with Jersey, again, people, yeah. we're talking like... We live probably 20 miles from Manhattan. Mm -hmm. We're talking, this is probably, I don't know. I don't know how far this town is, but like. It's about like an hour and a half from us probably. Yeah, like an hour, hour and a half from us. Mm -hmm. And it's a rodeo. So that goes back to our conversation about the diversity of New Jersey. You can see everything here. Everything. Um, I know that everyone's getting hyped on like Montana and Wyoming right now. It's like the new trend. And they're leaving states like New Jersey. Hey, we got a rodeo already. Yeah. And if you knew a little bit more about your state, mm. you'd know you can go ride a wild bucking Bronco at the Cowtown Rodeo. Sign me up. Let's go. Would you ride? Like, Yes, I'll ride anything there, dude. We have a freaking rodeo in Jersey. That's crazy. Jimmy, you know My anything about this rodeo? <laughs> All I know is one time I was in Wyoming, and there was a rodeo going on like down the street. And I was like, hey, we should go to the rodeo tonight. And the kids I was with was like, we have a rodeo back home in New Jersey. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, Cowtown. You've ever been? I thought they were joking. Cowtown sounds made up. Like, if I was going to lie to you about a rodeo, I'd be like, you've never been to the Cowtown Rodeo? We gotta it just go. sounds we so ridiculous. Go. Wait, is there any YouTube videos that we could like, oh, call sure has up? To be. Like, t- search a YouTube video right now, Josh. I'm sure we could find something. The Cowtown Rodeo. If you're listening to this right now, look it up on YouTube as we're searching it right now. This is... Blowing my mind. The Cowtown Rodeo. Oh, visit nj.org has a Whoa. whole video on okay, it. Hit Let's play. Check it out. Let's see like five seconds. See. I'll put the rest in the in the video. That's Jersey. Oh, this is Whoa. Whoa. That is This guy's like tying up animals and getting trucked wow. by animals. Oh my gosh. We're going. Grant. I want to go meet Grant. Garden State Podcast Field Trip. You boys in? We're Let's going. Do it. We're going to the Cowtown Rodeo. This is have you ever been to the Cowtown Rodeo? If you're watching or listening to this right now, have you ever been to the Cowtown Rodeo in Farmingdale, New Jersey? <laughs> no, it's uh, 
Let me pull it up. Where did my note go? I wrote a whole thing out. Mm. Piles Grove, New Jersey. Interesting. Like that's just mind blowing to me. If you're from North Jersey, you gotta check it out this summer. Mm-hmm. If you're you from South go. Jersey, leave us a comment with what we need to see at this rodeo, when we need to go, what big events they do. If you've been and you're like, you guys are such yuppies from the north. Uh, hey, rip, rip us apart. Us. Rip educate us apart us. because we deserve it for not knowing about this rodeo. So cool. Yeah, absolutely. I dig it. Are you ready for our next story? Yes, I am. At least two wild deer in New Jersey have tested positive for COVID-19. Not even shocked, dude. Maybe if they wanted to start social distancing a bit, you know, not running in front of our cars and showing up in our backyards once a week, maybe they wouldn't get COVID. What I'm trying to figure out is how do we get masks on these deer? For Have you seen one deer wearing a mask? I don't think so. Yeah, man. So that's an issue. They're okay? probably wearing that's those cloth masks too, not those N95 ones, you know? Bro, come on, preach. Preach. <laughs> so the New Jersey Division of Fish and Wildlife has been sampling deer meat Mm. This is where our tax dollars go. <laughs> Let's there's, sample some deer meat tonight. There's a guy in a lab right now sampling deer meat. Uh, in cooperation with the U.S. Department of Agriculture, two positive cases came from deer harvested in Atlantic and Cumberland counties. Of course! Oh, come on! South Jersey Don't at it again. To see, why are they calling out the South? It's not, it's not me this time. It's the article. Why, why is it not North Jersey? Every time why, is it not, why is it South Jersey? What's going on? Every time we mention South Jersey, it's something like that bad. And the South Jersey people get so mad. It's at not us. us. We're reading an article. It's all love. It's all love. Mm. Yeah. So what are we gonna do? Like the deer are everywhere, dude. They mm. won't leave me alone. They won't get away from me. They won't get away from my car. I hit like three deer my whole entire life. That's that's an issue. I think uh, they'll be all right. We should get we should get know. testing centers going for them, obviously, yeah. and like just start swabbing their noses to see, and then we could just quarantine them for ten days. Yeah, you can't just say they're going to be all right, Josh. We got to take some action here, okay? <laughs> hey, I don't know what actual impact this has on any of our lives because I don't know if it actually affects them very much or if it's just like they're carrying it. Um, yeah, because I don't think I don't think these deer died of. I think they were already dead and they just had COVID in them. We don't know because they were sampling the meat. It might have been, Jimmy, typically when they sample meat like that, do you think it's like they're shooting a deer just so they could sample it? Or is it like it's a dead deer they found? and Or is it alive? I think it, oh, that's a good question. I'm not really sure. I would say maybe it came from the hunters, right? Someone hunted it and then they had to report their harvest and they yeah. did it that way. Well, if you, you, to, to be able to test the meat of a dead deer that just died of, like, I don't know, natural causes. Or, like, mm. or maybe it was, like, roadkill. That could be it. Could have been. That would make sense, actually, if they just, like... Because roadkill, I guess, like, local DPWs usually pick them up and throw them somewhere, right? And maybe it's that kind of a situation. I don't know. You know what would suck? What? If you were, like, were hunting deer and you got, like, you killed this, like, really big deer and you got a ton of meat and, like, you bring it home for dinner and actually had COVID, and you eat it, and you get COVID from the deer. Is that how that works, though? I don't think so. I don't know, but, like, it could be. It could happen. And that, that would sounds... be the worst thing that could possibly happen to you, like the worst luck possible. That sounds like that's not how that works, though. <laughs> you just, uh, well, I, I, didn't guess, think that, I didn't think deer were getting tested for pot, uh, COVID-19, and it is a thing, so. I don't, COVID-19 isn't like a, 
like a surface, like you don't touch meat from deer. It's like they have to breathe it, right? It's an airborne thing. I don't know how this Bro, works. Dude, what's COVID? I don't even know. How does this even, I just want to know how this matters to our lives. That's really. Bro, this is the real life news. Let me go on the article and see if there's any it's other. It's news because they want to keep freaking people out. People yeah. read that and then they see, oh, the deer are getting COVID. That means my dog is going to get COVID. That means I'm going to get COVID. Oh my gosh, it just creates panic throughout the entire world. If dogs were going to get COVID, they would already have been getting it because they live with us and they Mm. would be dying. So I think it's not even worth looking into dogs. Um, I'm reading this article just to see what else it says. It says, whether the deer got the virus from people or another species is not clear. The USDA says it is possible they were exposed to Mm. people, the environment, other deer, or other animal species. I do not buy that these deer got COVID from humans. How, you know how hard it is to get within whatever distance you need to be within to, to breathe so a deer can inhale your breath? That was a crazy sentence, but like, you know how hard it would be to get that close to a deer? You try to get within 20 feet of deer. You'd be surprised, bro. There's bear people in Jersey, like letting bears like into their homes and their spaces. There's definitely deer people then. People are hanging out with the deer, bro. There's <laughs> weirdos everywhere. Listen to what the New Jersey wildlife officials recommend. This is hilarious. <laughs> Give it to me. Wear a mask to reduce your risk of coming in contact with pathogens transmitted through the respiratory mm. droplets. So we're supposed to, if we see a deer, I'm, I'm get your mask on. on. I'm getting my N95 mask on. Bro, I'm running. What is wrong with people? Wear rubber or disposable gloves. Of course, of course. Do not eat, drink, or smoke when handling or cleaning game. Mm. Avoid cutting through the backbone, backbone or spinal tissues, and do not eat the brains of wildlife, Dang, which is dude, obviously a bad really idea. Wanted to do Mad that. cow disease. It is also recommended you do not allow your pets to come in to- contact with wildlife. So I don't understand what they're saying. They're saying when you kill a deer, I'm assuming because this is the wildlife officials, yeah. wear your mask when you walk up to it. Wear some rubber gloves. I don't even. This dude. just feels like I, we need more. We need more research done on this. If you work, because this, this I, is I a just New don't think based. it's a big, it's that big of a deal. I think we can just ignore it completely, and so we'll, we'll be fine and don't have to stress. But that's the problem. People are reading these stories, and they're starting to freak out. They're going to start masking their dogs, keeping their dogs <laughs> distant, because they don't want their dogs to get killed by COVID nineteen from a deer. I think it's not useful information. That's why it irks me so much. Like, what oh yeah, you, it's so stupid. What are you supposed to do with this information? Yeah. Dude. Hey, guess what? Deer have COVID now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, like, cool. So I guess their suggestion is, hey, if you're hunting a deer, wear some rubber gloves and a mask while you harvest your deer. Do you, do Until what point, though? Until when do you take the mask off? When you're eating the deer? Or when you take it to the butcher shop where yeah. they're going to, they're gonna, you know, dress the game for you, make sausage? Like, at what point hmm. does the COVID not matter anymore? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a letter to the Murph. I'm going to ask him if I could bring my pet deer to the, to the vaccine center to get vaxxed. Because this yeah. is just an issue. Yeah, that is so funny. It's Imagine true. you show up to like a Medi merge. Let's with your do a deer. town hall meeting. I'll show my dear. My dear has COVID. Come on, <laughs> Murphy. What are you, you gotta doing? Gotta save his life. What are we doing to protect the deer, bro? There's probably been there's probably been people saying that already. Here's the really hilarious part. We were we, we are worried about deers getting COVID. Mm-hmm. How many deers die a day from getting plowed by a truck, <laughs> dude? Dude, it's too. Dude, it's way too many now. We have an overpopulation of deer in New Jersey. We this, want deer to die. This might be a yeah. good thing, right, Jimmy? Yeah. They're saying in the article, though, that it has no effect on the deer. There, my dad last month <laughs> trucked a deer on the parkway at 5 in the morning because it was dark out. Wow. And you know, the thing died. Um, 
but my dad had to pull over because his truck got like pretty messed up from it. And one of the the turnpike guys to, who came by to pick up the deer, he was like, yeah, this is already my fourth one today. And it was six wow. in the morning. He's just like, yeah, this happens way too much. And there's way too many deer out there. Well, it goes back to that topic that no one in the state likes to talk about, mm-hmm. which is we need to find a way to properly manage wildlife. And if we yeah. don't, it becomes an issue. They overpopulate. Uh, this goes back to bears. I think we should be more aggressively hunting bears because bears are attacking people. Yeah. Now, I don't know if the bear attacks are up for this year, but we should be uh, better maintaining uh, bear wildlife. But also, I don't know if we, but that wouldn't make sense. If you maintain the bears better, there's going to be even more deer, right? Um, so maybe we hunt the deer a little dude, bit Dude, I got the solution. State biology. Before you say the solution, I, I just want to say, uh, and Jimmy could fact check me on this. I think he's the one that told me it. Our state biologists are saying we need to hunt the bear um, because the population's getting out of control. Is that correct, Jimmy? That's correct. And Jimmy knows all about this kind of stuff. It's true. What were we going to say? I got an easier option for you guys. Yeah. You just release a ton of um, exotic iguanas, Whoa. and you just have them go out and start just tearing these deer and bear up, bro. Wait a second. So you're saying we take those 10 rhinoceros iguanas and yeah. form a team of Avengers. Yeah. A team of Avengers Dude. that are here to kill the wild Listen, deer Listen, the bears and deer won't know what hit them when they see these things coming after them. Yeah. Um, they'll just, they'll, they'll just fall and get eaten by an iguana. Well, you know, iguanas, they they eat like meat, right? And like people. I think so. Bugs probably. And maybe some grass. But Uh, the issue with your plan is the iguanas are endangered and they might catch COVID-19 and die. (laughs) Uh, Dude, there's no solution. There is no, we're we're really, we're at a stalemate with the deer population in New Jersey. I think we should all just get hunting license. We should harvest our own meat. It would uh, cut down. We're having supply chain issues right now hey, where nobody can get meat and other supplies. Solution. We get all get freezers in our basements. We have natural venison. It probably would help our hearts. We'd be eating healthier. Sounds like a crazy plan, yeah. but it's better than getting a cow from some butcher that you don't even see, and the cow lives an inhumane life in some shed somewhere. It's terrible. And Absolutely you, you terrible. You buy it at ShopRite. I don't know. I, it's just a. That seems like a very eco-friendly solution, and it seems like it's good for the environment. It's good for the economy. Maybe not, actually. I don't know. What do you guys think we should do about the deer situation here? Like, what's the solution? Give should, us some answers. Should we all buy crossbows? I'd probably, right. I'd probably take a deer down barehanded, to be honest. Deer freak me out. cage dude. match. Deer are scary because... Oh, was, especially with the antlers, bro? Mm-hmm. They'll come antler first, just truck you. Well, I was talking to a friend instant. recently that likes to hunt deer, and he was saying that um, the deer and headlight thing is a real thing. Like... Deer have a delayed response time, which is why mm. if you're walking in the woods and like maybe you ever walk in the woods and you don't notice a deer and then like suddenly like you just feel that, oh, there's a deer right there. You yeah, look yeah. over and it kind of looks at you for a second yeah, and then it runs away. That's why they get hit by cars because they have this natural like delayed kind of response. They want to observe for a second, then figure out what they're going to do. And uh, that's why they're always getting hit by your dad. Mm. Could have taken my father's life, but... Thank the Lord it didn't. Yeah. He walked, uh, he walked away without a, a bruise. Yeah, well, that is actually um, our last story of the night. Dude, I love New Jersey so much. You know, it's this just state, always something interesting happening. Man, this state, man, it, it, needs, it needs people that love it and want to fight for it right now more yeah. than ever, I think. Yes, sir. Because what we have is everybody wants to leave states like New Jersey. Uh, and you know what? We're hanging in here. And we're trying to fight for it. We're trying to fight for lower taxes. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's it's going to happen, it's bro. It's never going to happen. Dude, it's going to happen. 
But you know what? New Jersey... I'm holding on. New Jersey is a state with a lot of history. Mm. There's always something going on because we're so densely populated. Yeah. And uh, I think reading New Jersey news, starting this podcast, has made me more informed on like what is going on around us than ever before. And hopefully, <laughs> our listeners at home are taking away something from this. And like, of course, yeah, you know a bit more about where you live. We're more informed, which is good. Even though a lot of our stories are silly, it's fun to it's, learn. It's about real your state. life. It's true stories, though. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. So many stories are so whack and silly, but it's it's the things that are happening in our backyards every single day. Absolutely. So, well, yeah, basically, if you have stories you want to share with us that you want us to report on, definitely get in our Discord. Uh, links in our bios on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Um, join the Discord. We have a whole news section there. If you find something interesting you want us to report on, put it, in, put it into the news channel. Uh, we'll check it out. We'll talk about it mm-hmm. on the Discord, too. Um, and a bunch of other fun things happening on there. Yeah, I think uh, if you don't know what Discord is, by the way, because uh, i got to be honest, I'm a millennial but I'm also like an 80-year-old man, and Discord took me a while to figure out. Oh, same, man. It's really just like a fun chat room where we talk nonsense. Jersey. If you're like 17, you probably live on Discord. If you're like 29, <laughs> maybe you know Discord because you game, but maybe you're just mm. like, I don't know what they keep talking about Discord. Join our Discord, and we just talk about Jersey. It's a good community of people. We're going to do a meetup sometime this year with all the Discord users, right? It's going to be crazy, yeah. We want to do it like in the summer sometime. We should do like a, a pizza party in a park. Hosted by a great pizzeria. It's yeah, definitely want to happen. It's it's gonna be awesome. Um, th- there's even a channel on the Discord that's called Taylor Ham or Pork Roll, and it's just people arguing every day about <laughs> <laughs> is it called Pork Roll or Taylor Ham. It's amazing. The Beautiful. reason I created that channel is because people would argue about it in every other like it'd be the news <laughs> channel and somehow an article would come about like Taylor Ham yeah. and then someone would be like it's Pork Roll and they'd argue and I was like guys we need <laughs> shut order. up so. People love to argue about that, but I think this is a great episode, and uh, it's great talking about the news. Guys, yeah, I love doing this podcast, and thank you for everyone listening and watching this. It really means a lot to us, and we're stoked. This is episode three. So many more to come. We're climbing. We're really climbing the ladder right now and learning more about Jersey every single day, and I'm really excited to be doing it. That's really all we got. We'll talk to you guys next week, right? What's up, Jim? Oh, you looked like you want to say something. I got nothing to say. Oh, Jimmy, before we sign off, tell that tell that interesting fact about your life he told us earlier. Fun oh. Jimmy fact to end the episode. This just he just told okay, us this I, and blown away. I didn't mean to interrupt keep interrupting you, I'm sorry. To preface this, we were setting up our camera and like the mics and everything, and Jimmy casually tells us this and we're like, stop talking and save this for the podcast because it's so ridiculously Jimmy. It's interesting. Go ahead, Jimmy. So, you know the Old Spice logo, the boat? Yeah, So they modernized it, but my grandfather designed <laughs> one of the original Old Spice boats. Like, the their logo was already the boat, but he drew, like, the classic boat that everybody thinks of. The one with all the sails. Yeah, with the sails. I don't understand how that's just, like, I've known you for probably a decade. Yeah. And I've never, I've, I, dude. How long have you used Old Spice for, bro? I've always used Old Spice, and like, why now, Jimmy? Do you decide to tell us? Like, why thought, didn't you tell us like ten years ago? I thought you knew. We have to take a trip. yeah. You never told us. We got to take a trip to the cemetery. They like have that boat engraved on his tombstone. I thought <laughs> that's that no is so way. cool. Yeah, dude, that's so. Talk cool. about a legacy, man. Talk legend. about a legacy. Le- Jersey legend. Jersey legend. Well, so, wow. that, so that's why this ties into the podcast because that logo was designed where, Jimmy? Clifton? Where was it? I forget. Somewhere Clifton, in New Jersey. New Jersey, baby. So cool, So dude. Old Spice, we own you.
Jimmy, why don't you guys I have get another, free Old Spice? So his father, my grandfather's father, you know the the clock, the Colgate clock. Yes, yes. His job was to like, keep time in the Colgate clock. You're in talking Jersey about City. the Hoboken, yeah, the, the Hoboken Jersey City waterfall. Yeah. yeah. Shut up, dude. The Jimmy. original Colgate clock. Jimmy, you're the most New Jersey man I've ever met in my life. So he would keep the time in the clock. Now it's digital, though, right? I, I would assume it has to be. But this is like back in the early 1900s. Do you know what his name was? I don't. Hmm. I asked my mom. Your grandkids are going to be like talking about you, how you used to plow all the, the <laughs> state park roads. And dude, they're going to be like, wow, my grandpa was so cool. Well, Jimmy Parks, thanks for the interesting info, man. You always have something interesting to say. And that will be it for this podcast. <laughs> blowing our minds away every single week. We've known this kid for 10 years. I don't get it. He's. It's amazing. It's amazing. I have no words. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good week, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. This has been the Garden State. The Garden State Podcast. We're out. Out. Jimmy? Out. See ya. You're listening to the Garden State. The Dirty Jurors.